Hello and welcome to the IT Governance Podcast for Friday the 25th of March. Happy Easter. Here are this week's stories. First, more news of ransomware. Malware that encrypts users' files until a ransom is paid, at which point a decryption key is, usually, supplied. Weeks after we reported that Hollywood Presbyterian Medical Center in Los Angeles paid criminal hackers a $17,000 ransom to regain control of its computer systems following a ransomware attack, it's emerged that three more U.S. hospitals' IT systems have been attacked. Kentucky Methodist Hospital, Chino Valley Medical Center, and Desert Valley Hospital, California, were all infected with ransomware. None of the hospitals are thought to have paid a ransom, and all three systems are now up and running again. In the case of Kentucky Methodist Hospital, the pervasive new strain of ransomware called Locky was identified. The Locky campaign is still rampaging, its success largely predicated on the fact that it spreads via JavaScript attachments that are designed to evade antivirus detection. You'll remember from our podcast two weeks ago that Trustwave had warned of extraordinarily huge volumes of JavaScript attachments being spammed out, which lead to the download of Locky. Be careful what you click, don't open attachments unless you're certain they're safe, and train your staff to exercise caution. Security experts at ESET have warned of a new Trojan that spreads exclusively via USB devices. Bad news if you think you're automatically protected from attack if you're not connected to the internet. Dubbed USB thief, the Trojan leaves no evidence on compromised computers, meaning that after the USB is removed, there's no way of knowing that data has been stolen. And, ESET says, it uses a very special mechanism to protect itself from being reproduced or copied, which makes it even harder to detect. Use of USB thief is not widespread, but it can be used in targeted attacks. ESET suggests that USB ports should be disabled wherever possible, and if that's not possible, strict policies should be in place to enforce care in their use. It's highly desirable for staff at all levels to undergo cybersecurity training, including real-life testing, if possible. As we reported last November, a CompTIA study found that 17% of users picked up and plugged in unknown USB sticks into their devices, and technical literacy was not a determining factor in their behaviour. More proof, if proof be needed, that staff training is essential for good corporate security. Apple has released a new version of its mobile operating system, iOS 9.3, which includes a patch to repair a serious flaw in its iMessage encryption system. Yes, the same Apple that's fighting the FBI over encryption. The vulnerability was identified by researchers at Johns Hopkins University, who, according to the Washington Post, found that it would enable a skilled attacker to decrypt photos and videos sent to secure instant messages. Professor Matthew D. Green said, Even Apple, with all their skills, and they have terrific cryptographers, wasn't able to get this right. So it scares me that we're having this conversation about adding backdoors to encryption when we can't even get basic encryption right. If you've got an iPhone or iPad or use them at work, update the new iOS as soon as you can. Your apparently encrypted messages are not quite as secure as you think. And that's it for this week. Until next time, remember that you can keep up to date with the latest information security news on our blog. And whatever your cybersecurity needs, whether regulatory compliance, stakeholder reassurance, or just greater business efficiency, IT Governance can help your organization to protect, comply, and thrive. Visit our website for more information, itgovernance.co.uk.